Hello, everyone, and welcome to Petite to Queen's Claim Your Career Crown podcast. I'm your host, Lynn, and today I'm joined by my wonderful co-host, Patrick, Patrick Carter. Hello, hello, everybody. How's it going today? Well, it is going great. And for all of those of you who are joining us for the first time, Patrick is a sales leader who is passionate about helping professionals reach their goals. So today we are going to be discussing LinkedIn secrets to unlock your sales growth in 2021. I mean, how cool is that? This is going to be a great conversation, Patrick. This is going to be, this is, you know, this is a, this is going to be an opportunity for us to help folks who are using a tool but they're probably not getting the very most out of it. And for some people, they're not even getting an adequate amount out of it. So this is going to be fantastic to really leverage uh, leverage into 2021. Absolutely. Absolutely. And for any of, us, any of our listeners who are joining us for the first time, um, please uh, take that moment um, to... Uh, hit that subscribe button. <laughs> we would appreciate it uh, for Claim Your Career Crown wherever you get your podcasts. And while we're on the subject, you know, share the love and click those five stars for Absolutely. the series. Absolutely. So much knowledge, so many great episodes that Patrick and I have done, um, especially on that performance power skill series. Mm -hmm. Ah, got to tune in. So um, I'm going to get us started with a question. I'm going to address this to you, Patrick. And uh, I want to ask, how can you effectively target um, senior decision makers and organizations that would reap benefits from your product or service opportunity, uh, you know, and do that on LinkedIn? without making them feel stalked or pestered? Well, the first thing, uh, the, the whole thing is about value. When you can first set up that you have something to offer, then whatever it is that you're, that whenever you make that approach to someone, they won't see you as that, we'll, we'll get to that later, as that, that one and done, as I like to call it. But you're going to be someone who's actually I like to say, picking up in the middle of a conversation. So if you're going to be, uh, let's just say, for instance, you are going to position yourself as a, I don't know, a sales coach, right? What you can do is establish yourself prior to reaching out, establish your bona fides with doing articles, with uh, doing, with, um, uh, interacting with other people, uh, liking and and doing thumbs up and doing kudos and all those things to help build your to establish who you are, and then when you make that approach, it's not well. Who is this person? Who is this lady? Who is this man? It is oh, that is I've seen this person. That person has something of value. So uh, that that's how I would start uh, to to for folks. And what about you, Lynn? When when you uh, how do you uh, approach that? Uh, how do you approach approaching decision makers? Yeah. So I'm going to actually sort of take in a different um, uh, tangent, and I'm going to talk about three things to avoid. Um, okay. So okay. especially to avoid making your prospect feel hunted. Mm. <laughs> And so this sort of ties into what you just said. And that, that first thing is to demonstrate worthy intent. And what I mean by that is that worthy intent demonstrates sincere interest, 
discovery and active listening. And I, I want to say, yes, you can listen on, on LinkedIn because you can acknowledge their responses and comments yes. to posts. Um, and the other thing is that when you do reach out to them, you know, you can make sure that you're, you know, really l reading what they're saying. It's not a robot response. So the second thing is I want you to think like the customer, you know, far too often when, pe when people are using LinkedIn as a search tool, um, they fail to see beyond their own paradigm to really understand the client why. So what do I mean by that? It's like, what do they want, need, or lack? And what's in it for them? What's their desired outcome? And how does your prospect perceive the benefit? So you need to take the time to invest and take a walk in their shoes. So, and that comes up to then my third point so that you can act on how to deliver value, which is what you were just talking about. And you can deliver that value by framing it around the client why. And then you do that with a planned cadence. So um, those are things that I think are really important um, when you're first initially um, going to do that outreach. Make that, make that initial approach, yes. Yes. All right. So, Patrick, do you want to ask question number two? Oh, oh, um, oh. Got <laughs> I, I got my notes, but I didn't put everything together. I have to do a better edit on that. Why don't if you? I could. That's no worries. Yeah. All right. So um, I, I'm going to go ahead and ask you again. Um, sure. So this is the next point. How can you cultivate relationships on LinkedIn by adding value and relevance? Right. So that's so that's where I talk about don't being a one and done. Um, I'll give you an example. Uh, I literally got a, a LinkedIn message, which is wonderful. Uh, it was like, you know, the in mail uh, and a person in literally two two paragraphs told me who they were, what they did and asked me if I wanted to buy. And I was like, okay. Uh, and I was like, well, and, and and I took the moment because I knew we were going to be doing this podcast. And I said, well, let me just see if I can help just a little bit. So I, I responded to them to the to the nice young gentleman and it said, uh, uh, first of all, no, I'm not going to buy from you because I don't know anything about you. You know, you haven't established any value. However, why don't you take a few minutes to ask me? something based on what I've posted in the last month. You know, anything that I've posted that you might find as a great entree into a conversation. Uh, again, vis-a-vis -vis the the uh, a, re a reply or or direct mailing a a follow-up topic a follow-up article on the same topic. Hey, I saw, you know, I saw, you know, I really uh, enjoyed uh, your post. Uh, this is something I saw that's definitely on those same lines, you know, and then with that with that entree to continue the conversation, what do you think? Uh, tell me what you think. Now, let me know if you enjoyed it. Right. Those those openings salvos into turning it into more than just this one and done again. Don't you're not you 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 two have connected. So there's this understanding on some level that you are in that circle, in that person's circle, whether you're in a group together or you have actually 
you've actually connected. But no matter what, you, they posted something and you're following up and you're showing interest, that intent, as you as you put it, Lynn, and then we can go from there. Um, and, and, and if we spin it back and what do you, what is, how is it that, what kind of values can you bring, do you bring when you try to, to set up that, in, that next conversation? Yeah. So, you know, what's interesting to me is that when I have someone who goes immediately into the hard sell, um, I pretty much have a standard response, uh, that, you know, appreciate, um, their, you know, inquiry, but you know, we're good and <laughs> best for wishes for your continued success. I pretty much slam the door on them because wow. they haven't taken any time to invest in the relationship. I also um, slam the door when someone, when I actually respond and, and ask them a question or, and I get back this obvious robo response. Oh, that those are the they best. Have not in any way responded. In fact, I do give them one opening depending on how they approached me the first time and what that was that I might say, you know, Hey, you didn't even, it's, you know, LOL, this is a robo response. You didn't answer my question. I'm going to answer it myself, you know, now. And then if I get another robo response, you know, you can go in and you can unfollow them. So that doesn't mean you disconnect from them, but you just simply unfollow. So you don't have to deal with them anymore. And uh, so, and then when I've told them that I'm not interested uh, and don't keep contacting me and I keep getting these robo response, same thing, you unfollow them. But I, interesting enough, the other day I had someone respond to that and like, OMG, I didn't even, you know, wasn't paying attention to this. You know, you got me and, <laughs> you know, this is my answer to the question. And so now we've started this dialogue. There it is. You know, and so in that case, you know, I was saying, hey, I don't do cookie cutter things, you know even though I love to bake cookies and, you know, cause I did the whole robo response thing anyway. And it was like, okay, you know, what kind of cookies do you like? My favorite are uh, chocolate chip. You know? right, and it was right, like, right. All of a sudden we started this conversation. So there is a way um, that you can do that, but I definitely, the, you know, when people are not trying to add any value. So that was sort of one of the points that, you know, I wanted to make was as I looked down at my notes, <laughs> Use that generosity of content that we talked about. Yep. And yep. you can do this by preparing content and templates ahead of time. Now, that does not mean that you just simply copy and paste. You know, you are going to customize and configure the response. So it's from a real human being. And in fact, exactly. you can also, I've got my iPhone here. I don't have the right app up. But, you know, you can hit that um, when you're in the messaging of your LinkedIn app. I'm going to bring it up real quick. Sorry, guys. Okay. And I'm going to go into messaging and I'm going to show you this. So here's someone that I've been having this conversation with. You can hit the little record button. Yep. So um, and then you can hit the record button. You have to hold it and leave them in a, a, a like a real human being exactly. actually responded exactly. to this. Exactly. Oh, a real conversation. Uh, right. Started. Yeah. You can also do the video. So you can actually record a little quick video of yourself answering the question. And those things add a lot of value. Yep. Uh, so. When I get back to this point of creating this content, what you really want to look into are what are those top 10 questions that your prospects would have about your product or service? And then you can create answers for them. And then you can create those answers for them in a variety of formats. You know, it can be video, a podcast, white paper, infographic, 
you know, there's so many different methods. And what you want to do is once again, is provide this content. So once again, it's not coming across that you're trying to hard sell them, but instead that you're adding value. Right. You know, if they're interested, they can go get this, but you know, here's one thing. And then how do you um, work with this type of situation? So maybe you could say, you know, how do you work with ghosting? You know, what's one of the strategies you, you use to become, to be a ghostbuster, right? Ah. So that's one thing. Um, but that that's the key. You're going to communicate some answers and add values and always end with a question so that they're going to communicate back. I mean, you want to yes. create a dialogue and a conversation. This is about a relationship. And that's the most important thing about LinkedIn. And another thing besides the top 10 questions um, that they would have, you can also, if you work on creating an objection bank, you can also do that same thing where what are those top objections that you have and then answer those objections and you do that same mix of delivery methods. And these are really valuable pieces of content that you can use within LinkedIn, you know, with your, you know, out in your social, other social channels yeah. within, you know, creating blog posts, podcasts, other content that's on your website um, and all of those things. Um, and as an organization, you can work as a team to put those together, which are great team building exercises, but that can be used to really uh, create that really strong follow up sequence and cadence. Yeah, exactly. I mean, those those are those are the keys when in in our sales trainings, we talk about uh, when face to face having micro scripts, right? So having those objections ready, uh, having answers to those objections, right? Having those talking points when you hear an, an opportunity. And the same holds true. And that's exactly what you're saying for these online uh, time delayed uh, and distanced conversations so that you have that content ready for each one of these little micro situations. And that that is that is good information right there. That, Right yeah, now. it's just a time saver. And once again, you're not going to just copy and paste it. You're going to customize it for customize. the person and the situation. And yeah. and so, Patrick, I've got a new question for you. So what okay. about posting yourself on LinkedIn? You know, sure. um, should you post? How frequently should you post? You know, what should you be sharing? That is OK. So this that's a that's a million dollar question, because uh, like I said, because here's the thing, right? Different people use LinkedIn for different things. So and and let's just and that's fine. Uh, there are people who use LinkedIn for political reasons uh, in, inside their corporation, right? You know, I want to, uh, you know, uh, I'm looking forward. I, I'm looking for that promotion. So let me get to know the people and what you know in that thing. So they're not looking to to do any right. So there's different reasons. But for those of us in sales who have, a, I'll say it in in, in a pejorative way, those of us who have an agenda. Right. So we so what we need to do is, as I said, establish your bona fides and you can't establish your bona fides. Passively, you have to actively engage, you have to show what it is. So now I'm a fairly aggressive poster, which is fine. Uh, so I'll I post everything. My personal LinkedIn is actually tied to my business, um, uh, my business Twitter. So yeah. whenever something posts 
you know, automated. So whenever something posts to my Twitter account, it automatically posts to my LinkedIn. So I'm automatically establishing my bona fides with morning, uh, with morning quotes to motivational quotes and interesting articles that are, are uh, from other from other people. And then on LinkedIn, I'm a, a content creator. So I actually put articles. I actually write articles specifically for LinkedIn, again, creating content that I then put on my website. Whole nother conversation. But if you, I would suggest as an answer to your question, if you are in, if your intent, getting back to this, I love that concept. If your intent is to be a seller, then you need to establish who you are. And to do that, there needs to be some consistent posting. And if that consistency is once a week, great. If it is once a day, great. But make sure it is consistent and it's on message to who and what you and to who you are and the message that you're trying to get out. So that's what I would say. The answer is yes. The question is is the question is uh, consistency and the content. So I'm a yeah. firm believer in once a day. There's a guy who's on LinkedIn. His name is uh, Jay Jay Suggs, and once a day he posts a video, morning motivation video. Great stuff. He won't post anything else. Right? He won't, you know, every now and then he might like something of something else or, or something like that. But that's what you can expect from him. So so those are that's what I'm saying. He's got a consistency. He's got a great look. And, you know, when you see that as you're scrolling through, oh, there's Jay Suggs. Let's hear his success story and let's go from there. So, yeah, consistency is the is the key if you're trying to make a message. Now, for you, how do you use, how, you know, what is your, what's your answer to that? Is yours a consistency or content? How do you approach that? Okay, so I, I, I'm going to actually share one thing that I think it's good for our audience to know, because this is really like an amazing statistic that only 1% of LinkedIn users, subscribers, ever post anything. Ah, 1%. Uh, We're winning. Yeah. You and I are yeah. winning. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and I actually just recently with my team finished a LinkedIn training, uh, a session live training with Louise Brogan. She does LinkedIn with Louise. She's amazing. Uh, and you know, so we've been doing posts. We've been posting a couple times a week. Um, I have to tell you, I am not the one who's posting it. It's one of my team members. Uh, I manage all of my messaging, uh, take real pride in managing my messaging, uh, which sounds weird, but it's like, a, that's the relationship that I'm um, doing. And of course, with the posts, it's important, but we've always followed, um, you know, that one, once again, you know, answering that client, why? And you can do that by teaching in the moment. You can suggest action steps. You can provide a solution to an urgent pain. And I, one of the things that Louise shared with me today is it's so important to ask a question at the end because yes. uh, that's going to drive the conversation and then to engage with the comments that are posted. Now, I will say that when I see someone's left a comment, you know, I go in, I will like the comment, you know, I'll respond to the comment. Uh, if someone has tagged me, then I do the same. Uh, so those are things that I find that are really important. 
And, you know, that's a key thing is tagging people. You want to make sure that you're not just blanket tagging people because that's just going to make them mad. You want to tag people where it's appropriate. Mm -hmm. So like when we, we post, um, I use the Royal we like this podcast, which is going to come out in uh, January. And so we post the the podcast, uh, uh, you know, uh, and talk about what the, it's going to include, right? And we, we create a graphic, uh, and then, uh, you know, we tag you, you know, so that you know that, oh yeah, you know, so you know we just posted it, and we can tag back and forth. When I'm a guest on a podcast every week, and so the same thing when I see someone's uh, tagged me then I'll go in and I know that they've posted about it. I'll comment, I'll reshare it with my network, yep. um, all of those things. Uh, another really uh, amazing statistic uh, that was, um, you know, I got it from a number of resources, but the, let's see. I, oh yes. Text met the text, just text posts are the most likely posts to get interaction with. Huh. And I think this is because this is a business platform. People are on the go and they're scrolling through. Um, and it's just like, you know, that. And so the first two lines, if you do create a longer post, those first two lines are the most important because that's going to it's like a story. You're going to draw people in. And um, but so you want to mix up the different types of content. And I also learned something that was really cool today about posting, uh, you know, documents and you can create them in Canva. And you can create like a little, like a little mini slideshow, you yep, know, with just yep. a few slides so that you answer a question that way. So I'm pretty excited to try out a number of these things. Sure. Um, and I'll definitely uh, share that. Uh, yeah, the, and, I, and I will, I will co-sign uh, Canava. That is a, it is a tool. Uh, it is, uh, you can get the, you can get the free version. You can pay for it. You can get the pay version. Uh, uh, more fonts, more opportunities, obviously in the, in the pay version. But it 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 is great for creating infographics, as you mentioned, uh, and and uh, documents and and opportunities there. So absolutely a great tool. Make sure you make sure you try that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and I, I can't remember. Yeah, if we talk about tools or anything else here, but uh, let's go on to the next question we have, and that's like, how can you optimize your LinkedIn profile, uh, Patrick? Right. And how often should you update it? Right now, this is now this is key. Uh, and uh, this is going to be this is I'm going to be one of those physician heal thyself moment right now. Uh, this uh, because I did I did some research on this answer and I was like, wow, I didn't do any of that. So what I am going to do is I am going to give uh, three three suggestions and those three suggestions will be on my new LinkedIn profile in the next in the next 48 hours. So. Uh, the first thing is to absolutely make sure that your resume is accurate. There's nothing worse than, and I've seen this a couple of times uh, this this week, because uh, because of LinkedIn's algorithm is based on uh, parts of what you have uh, in your bio and in your resume. I've seen congratulations on your work <laughs> anniversary when I know these people have left company X years ago, you know, and I'm like, oh, this is, this is, this is, and, and people see that and they do the, the, you know, the obligatory, oh, like, hey, kudos to you, right? Ah, that's, you know, seven years. I'm like this, ah, I know that that person doesn't work here anymore. Anyway, so that's, so that's the first thing. Make sure your information is accurate. Second thing, uh, your picture, make sure your profile picture is, um, is, 
is both current and flattering. Uh, if you happen to have the gray hairs and you are proud of those gray hairs, uh, it, it doesn't make sense to for me to have my picture from 1984 with my high top fade, right? So that, that doesn't help uh, because again, it's about your bona fides and what you are presenting is if what you're presenting isn't in alignment with who you are, that's going to be a challenge. So the first, so again, two things, uh, two of the three. First, uh, your your um, uh, your Resume. bio, your picture, yep. and then what I'll call your blurb. All right, what is it about you that you want someone to know right away? So if your profile information isn't reflecting who you are right now and the information you want to get out right now, do that right now. So those three things, your your bio, I'm sorry, your your resume, your picture and your bio. So those those three things are are critical and they need to stay current. So the second you step out on your own and you leave uh ABC Corp to start your own place, put it out there. Left ABC Corp you know, December 2020, and that put it out there and end it so that folks know that this is where who you are and where you are, and that you are a value where you are currently. So yeah, yeah, those are good. I, I also have uh, three tips, and one of them uh, sort of is going to be a tack on to yours about the photo. And I recommend people go out to Photo Feeler, yes. and this is a free tool. And it helps you imagine or evaluate your image on competence, likability, and influence. And so all you do to get the free, you just do karma. So you vote on other people's photos. <laughs> right. and, and then once you filled up your karma, they vote on yours. And then you do it again because you want to get at least 80 votes. Um, and the reason for that is it gives you a much better feel for that photo. And much you can do the influence. paid version. You can do two photos sort of at the same time and see which one people like the best. Um, for the, and you wanna get a, in the, a score of like out of uh, really a high like eights um, on all three of those categories sure. uh, because that picture is worth a thousand words and that's that instant like, are you likable? Are you competent? Do you have influence, right? right. Um, and then you talked about updating your title and that is really important because it, this is essentially a headline. You know, it's, when people hover over your name or they look at your a comment that you've seen, um, they're going to see that title. And if they're looking at something you commented on, they're only going to see the first part of the title. And to be honest, they make a decision on whether or not they're interested when they yep. do that. So you, it is a limited character space. Um, so you need to really be selective about the headline and, you know, just practice it out. But like I said, um, Rather than title stuff, I just changed mine uh, yesterday. So I really go. started with what I do. You know, how do I help you? How do I help the world? And then I ended with my, you know, that I'm a CEO, I'm an author, I'm a speaker, yada, yada, right? But I put really what I do and how I help you. Um, and then I have another one. So two were a matchup with you. Yeah. <laughs> my third tip yeah. is different, although I guess it took a slightly different spin on them, sure. uh, <laughs> is to update your banner image because, you know, this is oh, that. Oh, oh yes. Yes. Know, yeah. So, I mean, if you guys go to my profile, you can see my banner image. But one of the things that I learned from Louise yesterday was that always, always check it on your mobile app. 
So make sure that you go in because when I did that and I checked it um, and you can create those in Canva again, um, you can search LinkedIn banner type of thing and, you know, so you can get it exactly the right size. But exactly. one of the things I realized is that part of my text is cut off. So I need to make an adjustment uh, sure. to that banner. But that banner really um, what you want to do is make sure that it conveys who you serve. I mean, we're in sales. We serve people, you know, what product or service you provide, you know, and how, how you stand out and, and what makes you an authority. Exactly. So, uh, so once again, this is like that high level pitch, that 60 second pitch, but it's at a glance, what you're going to communicate to them. Yep. And I mean, we've been talking about Canva. Um, it is absolutely a great tool. And I would recommend the paid version because you can um, make sure especially for businesses, you can make sure that all the branding is consistently, the, yes. the fonts, the colors, and you do that with the paid version. I'm not sure what it costs because I have multiple team members on it. Um, but, you know, it, it, say it's $500. It's the best $500 I ever spent in the year because I can tell you that Photoshop, uh, I, mean, I have the whole creative suite. That is yeah. like, you know, per person, that is like a $700 investment. And then right. you, they have to have the skill set to use so, it. And that's, so that's the hard part, right? That with, yeah. with Photoshop, you know, it's like, yeah, it is ridiculous. I like with, for me, I would say Photoshop is uh, a normal person uh, buying a tank. You know, yeah, it is, it is, yeah, you will be safe on the highway, but really is all that necessary, right? So no, we don't need all that. And, and, that, and again, what, what that, what, what Canva does is um, it just brings it down into a workable, usable, uh, highly functional tool that, that uh, you can use. So uh, I didn't realize this was going to turn into a commercial for them, but it absolutely is that good. No, seriously. But no, yeah, it's, it's a really great tool. Yes. And and I, I like your tank analogy. I'd probably say it's like you're on, um, you know, all of a sudden you're you're put into a fighter jet and you're told yes. that, that you have to take off and then you have to land on an aircraft carrier. I mean, what? I so, just want to go to uh, the supermarket, right? You know, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, um, you know, and there are so there's so many great t reasons why for your creative team that they would be using the full creative suite but for everyday people using exactly. canva and photo feeler and things like that photo feeler is just like just super easy yep. uh, they're great tools and i do have some recommendations for people who want to have you know like a youtube video they can watch on um, how to update their profile you can email or dm me and i'll send that those links along yep. and um, the same thing um uh, Louise Brogan, Brogan, you can find her and we'll include that in our show notes. <laughs> absolutely. absolutely. Well, wow. What a great episode. <laughs> I know. This is, like I said, well, I, listen, great topics and, and, and being, and being here with you, you just, you just bring a wealth of information. It is absolutely, <laughs> it absolutely well, is. I hope we've provided everyone in our audience some great tips that you can literally go and apply today to boost your sales in 2021. And uh, Patrick, I know that people are going to want to know, uh, uh, once again, for those of you who are new to the audience, how they can find you. 
Certainly, of course. As I mentioned earlier, you can find uh, the business on the Twitter side, and you can look look at us at Elite Sales Institute, but that's Elite Sales, I-N-S-T. That's easy. You can find us there. Or you please, please, uh, on LinkedIn, search for Patrick G. Carter, and I will happily connect with you and uh, you'll see, you'll see uh, my daily posts. And if you, when you put up something great, we'll start an interaction. Absolutely. <laughs> and I'll make sure we share all those links in the show notes as always. Um, yes. You know, and, you know, this has just been yet another great uh, discussion and conversation. Patrick, thank you so much for all of your, your just, you know, stupendous advice today. Uh, it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. And thank you for thank you for uh, making the calls and let's get this and let's make 2021 as, as exciting as 2020 was. OK, wait, in a different way, <laughs> in, a way <laughs> in a much, much more positive way. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And for everyone out there, if you have ideas you'd like to share, you can leave us comments. You can send me a message on LinkedIn yeah. uh, since we've been talking about that. You can also email us at jointheconversation at petitequeen.com and you can give us suggestions for topics or tell us something that you like or don't like. <laughs> we, we really do want to hear from you. Sure. And of course, to stay current on all of our informative advice and breakthrough advantages, you can sign up for our weekly wisdoms at petitequeen.com. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you, Patrick. Thank you all. Have a great day.